You are listening to 106.9 Tune FM. We're very fortunate to be joined by the Vice-Chancellor, Bridget Haywood. How are you doing today? I'm very well, thank you. It's a beautiful sunny day in uh, New England and I'm sitting in my temporary office in the Dixon building. So um, watching the students come back, actually, it's been a, a great couple of days to actually have real live um, examples of students physically on the campus. And um, after months of feeling quite isolated here, um, it's great to see the, the new shoots of life um, re-engaging um, and hear student stories. I was down in Tamworth on Tuesday. I met some fantastic students in the study centre, all sharing their stories, how they've coped with uh, the pandemic and the lockdown and quarantine and all these new words that we have in our lives, um, reflecting on the difficulties that they experience. So being unbelievably generous about sharing um, their mental health issues and some of their personal challenges, but also reflecting uh, in a really constructive way um, how much they value the support that we've given our student community across th these very difficult months and also offering advice about what we might do better. You know, we all know that this isn't over yet, um, that we've got to be part of a, a slow but purposeful re-engagement and, and we've got to work through what a new normal looks like. So got to learn not to put your hand out and try to shake hands with people still. It's a very natural human thing to do. Um, you, we're all measuring how long our arms are. Um, you know, is my arm 1.5 meters long? Am I far enough away? to protect myself, but also am I honouring and respecting the needs of others, that we've all got to look after ourselves, but we've also got to take an active part in, in being responsible for the care and well-being of others. And the physical distancing, um, uh, you know, social, social distancing at an appropriate level, but also, you know, how do we, how do we engage? How do we become humans who connect again um, through the next months as they follow? So really exciting week after months of fretting about problems i feel really energized to have spent time with the students this week yeah that is very exciting after like you said what's felt like an eternity um and speaking of exciting things we've seen on the web page that you've launched something called une 21 plus um so just for oh. our listeners what exactly is une 21 plus uh, well, well spotted. So um, I, have, I have not been idle while in lockdown. So um, the university's current strategic plan, so our strategic plan is the map that helps us decide what we're going to focus on and what we're going to invest in. The current plan will expire at the end of this calendar year. Um, and and I, I had a lot of feedback when I joined the university a year ago um, that people wanted to be involved in a much more engaged way with how we developed our new strategic plan. So UNE 21 Plus is the name, the working title, the name of the university's next strategic plan that will, funnily enough, come into play in 2021. So gripping title, UNE 21 Plus, um, it will stretch over a, a sort of 10-year profile. Our, our, our plan is to create a strategic pathway over a decade, and then have a kind of renewal process and a review process every two or three years. That way we can look at the long-term development of our campuses, the one here in Armadale, 
how we develop Tamworth, what we do in Sydney. Um, we can look at the long-term ambitions we have for building a new digital platform for our students to be supported by. And, and for those who know some of our campuses well, um, we've got new student accommodation to develop. Um, we need to renew and rebuild some of our laboratory facilities. Um, so a 10-year plan allows the landscape for that to be laid out quite clearly. And what we're doing at the moment is framing all of that um, through the UNE 21 Plus website. And we're asking everybody to come in and comment. We're giving everybody the opportunity to come in and have their say about how we might construct UNE 21 Plus. And what we've done is create some, some basic pillars. So we've done some provisional dialogue, provisional work with the University Council. Um, we've done some work with the professoriate of the university about academic leadership. Um, we've done some initial soundings with student groups. Um, so for the next two, three months, we're inviting everybody to come onto the, the virtual platform and involve themselves in the conversation. And then at the end of August, we will draw all that together. And then we'll spend the last quarter of the year reflecting back to people what the conversation has revealed and doing some surveys with student groups, with staff groups, with external stakeholders, that we've now reached these summary points. This is what looks like it might be the canvas that we're going to operate to. Do you agree with that? Do you, do you find reflected in that the ideas that you shared as part of the conversation? Sounds like a very big project. Um, what kind of specifics are you hoping that you'll get out of the responses from various people in various areas? Okay, no, that's a good question. So, so a plan for university, you know, we're a, we're a $340 million turnover business. We're a, we're a big business in the region. We have a big footprint, which carries with it layers of responsibility for us to be effective in supporting community, um, in helping the economy of the region. And at the heart of that is actually what we do to create knowledge, our research, and what we do to translate and share knowledge, which is our teaching and the education. So that gives you an indication that there are lots of different groups we need to talk to. And under normal circumstances, we would have hosted workshops, we'd have had you know, it, it, um, gatherings, we'd just have been sharing information. I promise that there would be an open consultation. So the, the construct is an open, cons an open conversation. Um, so I'm hoping that the students, our current students, our alumni, students who've graduated, will reflect in what were the very best bits of their experience. Um, and, and they'll tell us what really worked and why, but they'll also reflect forward that given the opportunity, what they would have liked to have experienced was this or that, you know, they'd like their lectures to be in this format or they'd like work experience in this format or they'd like their residential accommodation to be designed this way. So we're genuinely inviting people to contribute to um, a conversation about the future campus, um, a conversation about academic design and a conversation about the way in which we engage to be a, 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 a citizen within our communities. Uh, we're asking our alumni to reflect. Um, our alumni are individuals who have successfully graduated. They've successfully nav navigated towards a degree or a qualification. They're out there in the world of work. Um, 
UNE is determined that not only do we generate graduates who are ready for work, who are job ready, but also that we support a conversation about what are graduate ready jobs. So in Australia at this point in time, um, we're facing a, a mini recession because of COVID-19. Um, the flow on effect of that will be over the next five to 10 years. So what does that mean for a graduate? How do we diversify the kind of roles that people will play into when they graduate? Our alumni are gonna be a really important part of that conversation. And then out to our stakeholders, out to the community. You know, what, what kind of a partner are we as a, in the community activities? We do a lot with refugees and migrants. Um, we do a lot around sports and community engagement. We do music. Um, we, we lobby politically for things that will benefit the region. Do people think we're doing that well? Would people like us to engage differently? We're genuinely inviting people in all those different quadrants to have their say, you know, complimenters on what we do well, reminders of what works really well and we shouldn't change, baby bathwater kind of model, um, but also give us some ideas about how UNE goes forward for the next decade successfully, how we could be more resilient, um, how do we meet the sustainability agenda, and absolutely, how do we deliver the very best education to meet the needs of our students? And from that, meet the needs of Australia. Very no pressure, it's a big, conversa big conversation. Yeah. Very big conversation. So how can someone who's listening in right now and has something to say, get involved? Oh, thank you. So there is a website. I think it's clearly signposted across the university and we've sent more emails than anybody should ever send in their lifetime, reminding people. Um, so there's a website, if you go in and put UNE 21 plus in, um, you can log in and first of all, there's a little survey. So we're starting by just registering where people are now, you know, do the survey. That's a baseline measurement. What are people thinking now? You know, what's your perception of the different elements of the conversation? What ideas would you like to see brought forward? Um, we're using that as a kind of, as I said, a baseline of calibration. Um, and then there are, there are a number of different pillars. There's a knowledge partnership pillar, a student experience pillar, an academic excellence pillar. So you can go into any one or all of the different areas. There's some information. So you've got to spend a little bit of time. You've got to invest some time keeping up with the information that's there. And then what we started with is a series of questions. We've allowed the conversation to be prompted by what we've done is put a series of questions in. So it's like having a, a wiki or a blog, you just feed into the questions and other people will feed in on top of you. Um, send an email, you know, if you don't want to share your views in public, um, you just, you log them into just an email, an email message, send that through. We will gather all of that as a team of people who are going to sift and analyze and mine through this resource. And then we will start feeding information back over the next two, three months. And then there'll be a big pushback of information, a big feedback um, at the end in September. So oh, you can engage in any way you want. The best way, start with the survey, browse around the website, get yourself a cup of coffee um, or, a, or a refreshing light drink, uh, possibly an alcoholic beverage. Um, not too many alcoholic beverages if you're going to fill in the survey, obviously. Um, 
but you know maybe sit down with a group of people if it's students maybe do it as a group activity um, you can come in and out as many times as you like um, and if you want to do it in a traditional analog way you can print it out on a piece of paper and post it to us we're we're quite we're quite agnostic about how people engage but we we do want the students voice to be there um, and particularly given the experiences that our students bring don't forget I'm sure you already know we have a brigade of students here living on campus residential students we're the largest distance education provider in Australia so that gives us an amazing rich palette from which to draw evidence from our students to feed into this process this is this is our students opportunity this is the opportunity of our staff this is the opportunity of people in the community to contribute to the future design of a university at a critical moment in its history. I, I, I think that's very exciting. Um, and I think because we, we support all of this out of the public purse, I also think there's a bit of an obligation on people to recognize that university is funded out of the public purse. We receive support to deliver what we offer from the Commonwealth and from the state. You know, in my language, I think people are obliged to say, hey, I really value this, um, but it could, be, it could be better in this way. I really appreciated working in this model, but going forward, I think this might be something that the university should think about. Absolutely. Well, very exciting times ahead. And thank you for coming on and joining us. And uh, we here at Tune wish you all the best. And um, hopefully we're going to see some very exciting things coming out of UNA21+. Well, now that you've opened up the, the conversation, then I'm, I'm really happy to, to hold you uh, to the promise that I can come back and talk about it at some other point in time as we go forward. Um, it would be really great if some of you would at least fill out the questionnaire and reflect on whether it was easy, was it difficult. You know, you could do a quality assurance check for us. You could be guinea pigs, if I'm allowed to say that. I haven't got ethical approval to use you um, as a research object. Um, but if you, as, if you could um, just engage, you know, you as a, as a facility, just go in the front door and participate and then feed back to us. Was it, was it easy to do? You know, did you feel valued? Was it something you felt you could engage in or should we start again and, and offer it slightly differently? Freedom of, freedom of speech is a wonderful thing and I'm, I'm offering it to everybody. The most amazing feature of democracy, it's a real hallmark of a healthy society. And I'd like to think that you and E will step up and, and participate, have a say, share your ideas, put your voice um, to the choir so that we can all sing a beautiful song in inverted commas. Absolutely. Definitely encourage anybody who's got anything to say to get involved. Um, well, thank you, again. thank you very much. Thanks. Thank you again for joining us. And uh, hopefully, as you said, we will be uh, seeing you again to talk a little bit more about it in the future. Great. Thank you. It's a date. You're listening to 106.9 Tune FM. Stay tuned. Plenty more to come in the next hour.